Hello, this is Daryl Castle with today's Castle Report. This is Friday the 13th, the 13th day of January in the year of our Lord, 2023. I will be talking about euthanasia as practiced primarily by doctors in Canada, but which is being made legal in more and more countries around the world. The Netherlands was the first country to legalize what it called death with dignity, but Canada now seems to be the world leader in allowing doctors to legally kill their patients. There are two types of euthanasia, assisted suicide, mercy killing, depending on what you choose to call it. The two types are active and passive. The passive kind is where care that could possibly prolong life is withheld, allowing the person to die. That practice is legal everywhere, but is nevertheless subject to stringent legal guidelines. Not many people will argue with or find fault with a close relative who chose to allow medical staff to withhold treatment for a loved one who had no hope of recovery. Doctors and nurses must have responsible permission or a last will which permits the withholding of such treatment before they can legally do so. Active euthanasia, on the other hand, is a completely different situation. That's where a doctor sworn by oath to the profession of healing deliberately causes the death of a patient and in many countries, it's now perfectly legal. A active euthanasia is currently legal in the nations of Australia, Belgium, Canada, Colombia, Luxembourg, Netherlands, New Zealand, and Spain. Although technically illegal in many other countries, the legal system simply looks the other way when physicians kill or assist patients in dying. Today, I want to start by focusing my attention on our friends up in Canada. Examine how they're handling the subject of mercy killing legally. Canada allows euthanasia for adults who have a terminal illness. That has made their death, quote, reasonably foreseeable, end quote. That wording has drawn some criticism because it excludes some who are not terminally ill. But the Supreme Court of Canada has ruled that it could also apply to those with non-terminal but grievous and incurable conditions. We will be able to see from some information in this report that the practice has been stretched or extended to just about anybody a physician chooses to kill or assist in dying. I'm always interested in what our friends to the north are doing because they often show us a picture of what is coming here legally as we abandon their own faith in God as our Canadian neighbors have. I first came across this information from a report in the New Atlantic about two Canadian doctors who brag that they have killed more than 700 people combined. Dr. Ellen Wiebe, who works with Dying with Dignity Canada, conducts seminars for other Canadian physicians who may have the desire to kill their patients. I know I'm being unkind because a good doctor would say that she only assists their patients with dying. Dr. Wiebe says that she has euthanized more than 400 people. That's the most rewarding work she's ever done, she says. It seems that she's been denied the joy of the medical profession known as saving lives, healing, making lives better, such other things. Perhaps she read a biography of Joseph Mengele when she was in medical school and took her inspiration from it, but nevertheless, she finds killing, quote, most rewarding. Another Canadian physician who works with Dr. Wiebe, Dr. Stephanie Green, says quite proudly that she has killed more than 300 people. These doctors also seem quite proud of the fact that they occasionally kill people who have applied 
to be killed and have been rejected by the maid or medical assistants and dying gatekeeper. It makes no difference to doctors Weeby and Green. They seem to answer to no one. One man whose story became public because he was killed by Dr. Weeby, even though he did not have a qualifying serious illness and the maid had determined that he was incapable of making an informed decision about his own health. He eventually made his way to Dr. Weeby, who cleared him personally and euthanized him. Dr. Green is an obstetrician. She brings babies into the world while she's killing others. She says more than 300 she's killed in her is her most rewarding work. So I assume she enjoys taking people out more than bringing them in. She uses the word deliveries to describe both aspects of her work, the killing and the delivering of babies. Even though assisted suicide is illegal in the United States, California has a legal assisted suicide program. 2021, 486 people died by assisted suicide in California, while in Canada, 10,064 died during the same time made or medical assistance in dying has grown so popular in Canada that suicide prevention hotlines try to stop people from killing themselves, while made hotlines direct them in how to do it. Made has come under increasing scrutiny, even in Canada, because of people being killed because they don't want to live in poverty anymore. Doctors Weeby and Green admit they have a great deal of sympathy for people who are homeless and in poverty. That is a reasonable reason to allow them to be killed, they say. Mental anguish is another listed cause that is not permitted as legal but is often used anyway. So a person comes to Doctors Weeby or Green and says, I'm living in mental anguish because I'm poor. So I would like for you to kill me, and the good doctors say, well, okay. One of these subjects listed in the report of the New Atlantic was a 41-year-old woman who came to them and said she needed to be euthanized ASAP, according to her medical history and messages sent to doctors and family. She was facing eviction, needed to crowdfund to pay for food, and was afraid she would suffer alone. She was also afraid of being institutionalized and saw made as, quote, the best solution for all, end quote. She suffered from leukemia, this lady, but the condition was not terminal. Her letter admitted that her suffering was physical, but was not physical, but mental. She was killed on her ex-husband's birthday in 2021. A doctor, a licensed physician, a healer, gave her a lethal injection, and she died in her basement apartment. I dare say the Canadian government and the Canadian Medical Association, not to mention the doctor who killed her, would have agonized over a convicted murderer sentenced to death to a far greater extent than they did this poor woman. She needed mental health treatment, but instead they killed her. Another patient was described as 55 years old who suffered from chronic pain and could not tackle the issue because of her low income. Can there be any doubt then that the vaunted Canadian health system failed her? She was exterminated because she was poor. The presentation given to Maid to justify her death read like this, quote, she does not want to die, but she's suffering terribly, and she's been maxing out her credit card. She has no other options, end quote. Other patients in similar situations include a former doctor, age 68, who ran out of savings, a writer, age 57, 
who also ran out of savings, a 38-year-old trans woman named Lucy, an immigrant who suffered from chronic pain and felt trapped in her one-room studio apartment with creepy men all around. It's unclear whether any or all of these people were legally cleared, but they were all killed. The report went on to criticize Canada's welfare state and pointed out a rising number of people wanted to end their lives due to poverty. The report said that all Canadians have a legal right to an assisted death. Loneliness and poverty are not bars to exercising those rights. The trouble is that under Canadian law, that statement is untrue. Since certain conditions have to be met for assisted suicide to be legal, why even have the law in the first place if it's routinely ignored by the doctors without consequences? Why have the law and the conditions? In essence, it's now just left up to the doctors, and some don't care whether the bureaucratic gatekeeper approves her decision to kill or not. <coughs> One man, age 65, told doctors he applied to maid, although he doesn't want to die. He applied because he cannot afford to live comfortably. A doctor has already given one of two signatures necessary, and he awaits the appearance of the second doctor soon so he can die and not have to live uncomfortably. He says he has no doubt he can shop around and eventually find a doctor who will kill him. This case is evidence for the increasingly relaxed standards of Canada's assisted suicide law. This case indicates the slippery slope that Canada is on by its increasingly lenient assisted suicide requirements. Sometimes people report that they did not apply to be killed, but doctors in the program offered to kill them anyway. That makes me think it's not always voluntary, which is the Dr. Mengele type of nightmare. I'm afraid this will eventually evolve into former Paralympian Christine Gauthier criticized her government for offering to euthanize her when she grew frustrated at delays in having a wheelchair lift installed in her home. She's a former Army veteran, has competed in the Paralympics, so she has not given up on life. But the Canadian government seems to have given up on her. She testified before the Canadian Parliament that a Veterans Affairs Canada caseworker offered her euthanasia after she expressed frustration with delays. That is or should be for the fear of every Canadian. How much longer will this program remain voluntary? How much longer will people in certain situations be allowed to continue living, using up valuable resources when some government bureaucrat can just order them killed? That would probably make keeping your mouth shut pretty important. This is what Ms. Gautier told Parliament happened to her. She's a former Army corporal, now retired. She has, was scheduled to have a wheelchair lift installed in her home, courtesy of the Veterans Affairs Canada, but the installation had been delayed for years. Her caseworker said to her, quote, Madam, if you are really so desperate, we can give you medical assistance in dying now, end quote. Our subject, Dr. Weeby has been accused by a Jewish old person's home of euthanizing one of their patients without consulting the home. She gave, quote, medical assistance in dying to one of their patients, and even nurses didn't know until well after she's been accused of unethical behavior by the home, a charge that does not bother the good doctor at all. She said she did not regret her very rewarding works, and she intends to go on killing. Finally, folks. 
Could Dr. Mengele be on his way to the United States right now? I would not be surprised as we continue our descent into the hell of disregarding human life. I pray I'm wrong. And I pray that created in the image of God will return to America. And soon, that's the way I see it. Until next time, folks, this is Daryl Castle. Thanks for listening.